and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about building an anti-perfectionism toolkit. Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? I'm good too. I'm enjoying some spring temperatures in St. Louis today. Nice. Yeah, feels like spring might actually come. No, that would be great. Do you have blue sky? We did yesterday. Today it's gray. Mm. Or maybe, but, I don't know. I've been at my computer all day long with my back to the window. So it may oh. have been blue. <laughs> it may have been blue earlier today. I think it was when I walked Bix. It was. It was all blue. But now it's gray. <laughs> oh, well. It's okay. At least you had a little bit of spring looking weather to go along with the spring feeling weather. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today we wanted to talk about building an anti-perfectionism toolkit. I know, it's intriguing, isn't it? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I wonder what we'll say. I know! (laughs) (laughs) Well, we came up with this idea because we were talking about how we use the things we talk about over and over again and how handy it is to have all these possible techniques and and ideas to try when we're feeling stuck. Right, like in, in how sometimes we can have be going great guns with one thing and then it stops working. And so if we curate our toolkit <laughs> of, <laughs> of different ideas that we can turn to when that happens, I think it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it also sort of just embracing this idea helps you remember that not everything is going to work for forever. Like you may have great success with, you know, using the mantra, let it be easy for a while. And then there's going to be some point where that isn't the thing that gets you over the hump. And... I mean, not that that wouldn't work all the time. I was going to say, you just struck terror in my heart. This is a terrible example. Let it be easy has been working for me for what? 20 years. (laughs) Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. You're right, though. Someday it may not be what I need, and then it would be nice if I... I I didn't mean you in particular. Oh, okay. I meant, you know, like our listeners who who embrace that and find it helpful and then one day maybe that won't be the help that they need in that moment right right so um it's nice to have other options right yeah right and to know Um, in advance that to accept except for in my case with let it be easy apparently but it's nice to you know (laughs) be in a mindset where you know that it's not a failure if something stops working for you. Exactly. Yeah, I think just knowing that that 
it's not just a possibility, it's an inevitability, not with let it be easy, but with anything else. <laughs> right. And, um, and just knowing that that's just part of the cycle. Mm-hmm. And um, having other things that you can try to help move you past whatever, you know, perfectionistic tendency is keeping you stuck. Right. I feel like a great example of that is um, the technique we t- you talked about. We talked about a few episodes back, where you suggested to clear your mind that you could go through the alphabet and come up with a city by uh, for each letter of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for to help with insomnia, to help you to fall help back, with, right? Exactly, fall asleep. It keeps your mind occupied enough to keep the other thoughts at bay, but it's boring enough to put you to sleep, right? Right, that, that, yeah. exactly. And it works for me very well. <laughs> I've been using it ever since. But, um, you know, I can definitely see how someday it might be like that's not... I actually have made it all the, three, all the way through the alphabet once and started over um, one night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I, it, would be, it would be nice to know, or it is nice to know, there are other things that I can do um, you know, to, to help me in those instances. Like one of the things you suggested um, that episode, which was going through my family tree. And, oh, right. Uh, and that definitely works. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of surprising since I like genealogy so much, but I don't get I don't get past my second great great grand, great grandparents <laughs> before I fall asleep. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, but it is it's nice. And and just so you know, just today I read um, a suggestion that I can in some article or something I was reading where they suggested that you come up with three letter words as you go through the alphabet to help you fall asleep. I feel like that's not complicated enough, challenging enough to keep me occupied. occupied. I think maybe five letter words, and then it would have the benefit of helping you the next morning when you do Wordle. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to steal your punchline. No, it's okay. I just love that that um, we're on the same bandwidth there. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but knowing that, you know, there probably is going to be a day where, like, you've sort of run through all the cities that you can think of. And I have to say, I've made it to X once or twice. And my ex is always, there's got to be a city called Xavier. And I then I just move on. Right. Yeah, I actually give myself a bye with X. <laughs> but I tell you, what I do is, um, what I've done is, I maybe I already told you this, Shannon, is um, sometimes I'll make it harder. And I'll, I'll make it a city in Washington State that starts with those letters. Or mm. a city I have visited that starts with those letters or a city I've never, I ha- haven't used yet in these <laughs> this exercise. <laughs> Cause that gets, I, it, it gets too uh, unengaging if I, um, if I allow myself to repeat the same ones each time. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's not a failure if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It just means it needs a tweak or it's an opportunity for you to try something else. Mm-hmm. And um, and having something at the ready is makes it so much easier to do that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's um, 
helpful to actually have a place to collect these things, mm-hmm. um, whether that's, you know, written down in, say, I don't know, a bullet journal. <laughs> right (laughs) or an Evernote note or you know just a note on your phone whatever but to sort of collect these tools that you can use and um, have them at the ready yeah I think that's good and and I I think like organizing systems like or time management systems I mean those Mm -hmm. kinds of things I'm always trying to remember different ways to do those things, to help my clients, to help myself, and to have a spot where I wrote those down, which I don't really think I have right now, would be really handy. Right. Yeah, and then, and then you know, you, you do have to cultivate the habit of going and looking at wherever you're collecting this information. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is just a habit, you know? Um, yeah. And it's totally doable, but it's a it's a good thing to start cultivating that habit when you're not under stress, mm-hmm. because when you're under a lot of stress, it's very common for you know your focus to sort of narrow and not really be able to think of all the options available to you. Oh, that is so true, right? Sometimes when you're under stress, you're just putting one foot in front of the other and trying to make it through the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not thinking about those things that could make it easier for you. Yeah. So um, I really encourage everyone to have a place to jot this stuff down and get in the habit whenever you, you know, you hear something that we talk about and you give it a try, write it down. You, you know, read something, add that to the list. Um you know, a friend tells you about something, add that to the list and just get in the habit of, of going to that list on a regular basis. And that will make it easier for you to remember to do it um, when you are really needing that support. Yeah, maybe taking a moment to review the list every time you add something to it. It's very mm-hmm. easy for me anyway to just add something to the bottom of a list and not look at what's above. But if I made it a habit to review the list so those things all come to the front of my mind for a little while, I could see how that would be really helpful. Now, to me, it seems a lot easier to remember to write something down that I hear than it is to mm-hmm. think about reviewing what I've written down later right. on, on the regular. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if, you, if you're adding to it regularly and reviewing it, like you suggest, every time you add to it, then those things get easier to remember. They get um, more embedded in your memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm I think trying it's to, useful. So I'm going to make a collection in my bullet journal for these things. And what will I call it? I guess maybe toolkit, anti-perfectionism mm. toolkit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been using the, um, my, my little worry flow chart a lot lately. And when I find myself worrying about something, asking myself, you know, is there anything I can do about it right now? Yes, do it. (laughs) No, (laughs) let it go. And you know, just going through that process, remembering that process, and then going through that process with myself is really helpful. And I think I've significantly lowered my stress level being able to 
do that, you know, remembering to do that and then being able to sort of walk myself through it. Yeah, I, I think that's just great. And are you walking yourself through it mentally or are you using a piece of paper? Um, I'm, I've done it so much that I can walk myself through it mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, but to begin with, I would, you know, I drew that little flow chart. Mm-hmm. I think we shared a previous episode. We can share it again. Um, and I would look at that just to remind me, mm-hmm. like, this is really, it's all, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can think this through. Yes. Yeah, that's an excellent reminder. It's yeah, that's great. I'm glad that's working so well for you. Thanks. Me glad too. You, glad you have such a good tool, Shannon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I think that actually came out of a coaching session. I was talking to a client and they're like, that's really helpful. And then I like started sort of finessing it a little bit and realized like it's just a couple of very easy steps, but what an excellent tool to have in my toolkit. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And um, I mean, we've joked about this a lot, but we don't remember half the things that we say in the podcast. So that's would be- for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be very surprising that listeners, that they would stick in listeners' minds, you know, even better. So mm-hmm. um, understanding that there's nothing wrong with you if you don't remember and you find it helpful to write it down. Like that just means that you're a normal human being with a lot of things in their head. All right. I don't remember from the, in the week or two weeks between when we record and when I listen to the show. <laughs> so let alone months or <laughs> years from now well and to tell a story on myself i didn't i came up with the title of this episode and then didn't remember in 15 minutes later what we had said we were going to call it <laughs> luckily i was taking notes during that conversation because i can't remember anything either um, and i had it right there <laughs> yeah so totally normal if it doesn't come to you when you need it (laughs) right so we would love to hear from you our listeners um do you have a toolkit where do you keep it and what do you add to it you can let us know on facebook and instagram at getting to good enough on twitter we're at gtg enough you can go to the show notes and leave a comment at getting to good enough getting to good <laughs> Or you can call us at 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, and leave us a voicemail. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I won't trip over all those social media things, but I guess today is not the day. (laughs) Cut yourself some slack, Shannon. Yep.